It's Sunday, April 10th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Saturday that he is committed to pressing for peace despite Russian attacks on civilians that have stunned the world, and he renewed his plea for more weapons ahead of an expected surge in fighting in the country's east. He made the comments in an interview a day after more than 52 people were killed in a strike on a train station in the eastern city of Kramatorsk. And as evidence of civilian killings came to light after Russian troops failed to seize the capital of Kiev, Russian troops that withdrew from northern Ukraine are now regrouping for what is expected to be an intensified push to retake the eastern Donbass region, including the port city of Mariupol that Ukrainian fighters are striving to defend. Despite hopes for peace, Zelensky acknowledged that he must be realistic about the prospects for a swift resolution, given that negotiations have so far been limited to low-level talks that do not include Russian President Vladimir Putin. Meanwhile, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson offered fresh financial and military support during a surprise visit at a meeting in Kiev. Johnson told Zelensky that Britain would provide armored vehicles and anti-ship missile systems along with additional support for World Bank loans. Britain also will continue to ratchet up its sanctions on Russia and move away from using Russian hydrocarbons, he said. According to Johnson, the support aims to ensure that Ukraine can never be bullied again, never will be blackmailed again, never will be threatened in the same way again. The British Prime Minister was the latest foreign leader to visit Kyiv after Russian forces pulled back from the area around the capital just over a week ago. In other news, China has accelerated an expansion of its nuclear arsenal because of a change in its assessment of the threat posed by the U.S. People with knowledge of the Chinese leadership's thinking say, shedding new light on a buildup that is raising tensions between the two countries. The U.S.'s wariness about getting directly involved in the Ukrainian war has likely reinforced Beijing's decision to put greater emphasis on developing nuclear weapons as a deterrent. Chinese leaders see a stronger nuclear arsenal as a way to deter the U.S. from getting directly involved in a potential conflict over Taiwan. Among recent developments, work has accelerated this year on more than 100 suspected missile silos in China's remote western region that could be used to house nuclear-tipped missiles capable of reaching the U.S., according to analysts that study satellite images of the area. Back in the U.S., Two years after the coronavirus ravaged through nursing homes, families of residents who died from COVID-19 are bringing a wave of negligence and wrongful death lawsuits against the facilities. The surge of litigation, spurred by a repeal of liability protections and statutory deadlines to file the suits, largely accuses nursing homes of failing to properly curb the spread of disease, identify infected residents, and treat their illnesses. New York's nursing home industry says much of the devastation wrought by the virus, particularly in the chaotic early days of the pandemic, was beyond its control, citing staffing shortages, inadequate testing supplies, a lack of masks and other personal protective equipment, and a controversial state policy requiring facilities to admit residents who tested positive for coronavirus. Dozens of lawsuits have been filed in New York over the past month, and it is now up to courts to decide just how much blame should be laid on the owners of the facilities. And, 
the first all-private team of astronauts ever launched to the International Space Station, were welcomed aboard the orbiting research platform on Saturday to begin a week-long science mission hailed as a milestone in commercial spaceflight. Their arrival came about 21 hours after the four-man team representing Houston-based Axiom Space Incorporated lifted off on Friday from Kennedy Space Center, riding atop a SpaceX-launched Falcon 9 rocket. The Crew Dragon capsule docked with the ISS at about 8.30 a.m. on Saturday as the two space vehicles were flying roughly 250 miles above the central Atlantic Ocean. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.